is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, happy holidays, everyone. We are back for another episode of the Breathing Podcast, as always, joined by Leah Frone, Tiffany Rich. Hello. Hey, guys. What's up? Happy holidays. Yes, we have the Santa hats going today, except Leah, because she's not festive. I am festive. I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I have looked everywhere. We have, like, five, and I can't find any of them. Uh, disappointing. Oh, Very disappointing. I know. I'm disappointed in myself. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're just as disappointed in you as you are disappointed in yourself. Um, <laughs> so today, you know what, in the, the holiday cheer, uh, you know, the good vibes that's going on, I think today we should talk about positivity, why we stay so positive in the face of CF, and, you know, hopefully give some advice to maybe some of our listeners or to some parents who can bestow that advice on their, on their kids. Um, you know, I, I think really... When I think of your Salty Sisters platform on, on on social media, the real theme behind it is positivity. Obviously, you guys have been through a lot with your personal, um, you know, your, your personal trek through CF, each of you, and yet you guys are somehow able to remain so positive and it's very infectious. And I think that's why you guys have created such a you know great following. Uh, so maybe, you know, you guys can, can start it off today. Yeah. Well, going in the hospital and being sick, I know a lot about that. And <laughs> oh, oh, do you being, really? <laughs> she's oh, experienced. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so I know that going in the hospital is just so emotionally, gives you emotional distress and you want to be out doing stuff especially during the holidays you don't want to be in the hospital during the right. holidays and i know that when i last year i was in the hospital after my transplant i was in the hospital for christmas and even though we are so happy to have my new lungs i i still wish i was at home but the good thing was is I had all my decorations in the hospital, so I think that's a really good idea, is to decorate the hospital room to make it feel like you're at home and have all your friends and family come and, you know, just get that holiday spirit, even though you're in somewhere that you don't want to be, but you make it something positive and optimistic and all that. Yeah, you definitely, you're definitely right there. I mean, being in the, being in the hospital during the holidays... Is, or really just being sick during the holidays is like the worst thing. Yeah, it really uh, is. It, it, I mean, it's it's one thing to, you know, be trekking through, you know, being sick or, you know, being on IVs or not being able to do what you'd like to do when you're, you know, during any other part of the year. But when, when the holidays are around, everyone just seems to be so busy and there's a lot going on that you want to be involved in. And 
you know, having IVs or whatever during that holiday, during the holiday time is, is definitely a very difficult thing because you feel like you're just missing out on so much. You know, last year I was, right. I was on IVs during, uh, Christmas and New Year's. It's, it's just, it's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's like just an extra thing that you have to deal with. And I yeah. think, you know, you, you want to be involved in, in the family time and, and all the things that we love about the holidays, but there's mm-hmm. just that extra step that you have to take care of. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I have probably been on IVs during like the holiday season, either Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, probably the past like five or so years, like every year it's like okay. clockwork. I'd have to go on either like December 1st or right around that time period. And I would always just be, I would always feel so defeated and just kind of upset because I knew what it meant. It meant, you know, I would be lucky enough that I probably wouldn't have to be in the hospital or I'd be in the hospital for like a couple of days and then I would get discharged. So at least I'd be home that I could celebrate the holidays like at home with my family, which was a plus. But being on all those IVs is just draining especially the yeah. side effects. I have a lot of problems with side effects now. So, you know, it's hard to stay positive and be present. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think what I've noticed is when I go through periods of time like that and I'm like at Christmas with my family, I feel like I'm thinking more about breathing and how I feel than necessarily like listening to other people and being present yeah. with them. And that's kind of a hard thing to, I guess, accept, but also figure out how you can balance all of that. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, I, I, you're definitely right. You know, there's a lot going yeah. on when you're sick. I mean, during the holidays, but it's, it's almost mm-hmm. worse when you're sick. Right. Like I, yeah, me, it's just me, hard. Whenever, whenever I'm not feeling well, I definitely have, my temper is very short. Like I have no patience for mm-hmm. what's going on mm-hmm. around me. And the right. holidays are a very loud time. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of drinking going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of loud talking. There's a lot of, you know, whatever is going on in the house and right. i find myself being just totally i don't know i i guess resistant to what's going on and i i think mm-hmm. it's important to remember that yeah it's it's annoying that it's going on but at the same time you know it, it is something you want to feel like you're actively engaging in regardless of exactly. how you're feeling right yes and sometimes that can be hard when you just feel so awful and you're on all those ivs you know it's it's super nice that you're home, but you're still yeah. going through a lot, you know? And I think people around you don't always realize that, which I don't blame mm-hmm. them. I don't think I would either because I look totally fine, you know? But yeah, it's definitely hard. Well, when you're on IV, all you want to do is sleep. You just yeah, want to lay in bed and sleep because they drain you. Mm-hmm. And when it's the holidays and you have to actually engage in socialize it's hard because you don't want to do it but I feel like it's really important because it definitely is yeah it's important because you can't just sulk in your bed and you need to really go socialize because being with people and just not thinking about being sick is really important even though it kind of consumes your life you want to go and talk to people and kind of get out of that mindset that I'm so sick and I don't feel good and I just want to be in bed. You should just go downstairs, go sit, and you don't have to necessarily go run laps or do anything like that. Just go sit and talk and chat and be a little social. I, right. I, I always say it's like your responsibility to help out the medications. 
right? Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's a few ways to do that. One is by getting your mind off it totally, right? That's uh-huh. oh, get, get, yeah. like it's going going important. going into a social environment or you know going back to work or you know things like that can definitely help the medications along because you're you're returning to a normalcy to an extent. Obviously, you're dealing with a lot, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going on at the same time. But when you are mm-hmm. able to return to normalcy, usually it takes a couple of days for me to get going. But when you're able to retur- return to that point where you can kind of find yourself being successful despite being on IVs, that's when I think you really turn in the corner and you're able yeah. to find positivity in being sick. No, I totally agree. I feel like majority of the time that I'm on IVs, after I get through that first week, because normally I'm on them for like three weeks to four weeks, because that's kind of my normal. Um, Once I get over that first week of just feeling awful and, you know, adjusting to the meds, I usually try to go back to my normal life. And being a nurse and being on IVs is kind of hard, um, just because I'm taking care of other people and I'm hooking myself up to IVs that I have in my pocket. Um, (laughs) So... A lot of times when I, my like first week back at work, I'll have kind of like a lighter duty so I won't have as many patients and I can like do some office work and different things that we kind of need done that no one's been able to get to. Um, so it's kind of nice that I have that option when I go back to work. Um, but and I also try knowing to... Knowing your limit like that is very important. Right? No. Like and you don't want to overextend yourself. Exactly. And the problem I've had majority of my life is I overextend myself. I do it all the time because I want to make everyone happy. We all do. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people with CF have that problem or just like people with chronic diseases in general. So I'm always kind of overdoing it. And I realized the past couple of years that when I take a step back, I focus on myself and I give myself that two weeks or a week or whatever I need to really just let my body heal and focus on myself. And then when I go back to normal life, I kind of have to ease back into it. I can't just uh-huh. go from zero to a hundred. I have better yeah. results and I'm not on IVs as much. Right. So that's kind of what I try to remind myself is to slow down and take my time going back to my normal life. Like don't feel like I have to run a marathon. Yeah. I mean, that's something that my parents and my friends are always on my case about, right? They, I think they always feel like I'm overextending myself. Not only when I'm, sick and, and not feeling well, but also when I'm, I'm healthy, you know, I think there's definitely a right. limit that people with CF have, and it's just important to find where that limit is. I mean, the only way you're going to find that limit is by pushing the limit, right? And the only right. way you're going right. to make the limit, you know, higher and higher is, or I guess your threshold higher and higher for what you're able to endure is by continuously getting up to that limit and, you know, figuring out the best way to deal with it. And I think... Yeah, <clears throat> you know it, it is an, an extra thing that people with CF have to deal with, but at the same time, it really is a character building moment in a lot of ways. And what I mean by that <clears throat> is it it really shows you who you are when you're able to deal with you know the utmost mm-hmm. adversity. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, my a little microcosm of this in my own life was when I was doing this running thing over the past you know a couple months, trying to get myself active and and everybody cleans. I mean, I hate running, but it's still. You know, it, it's, it's so very, good for you. It's, it's great. Yes, exactly. Right. It's great for my airway clearance and and sort of how I feel as as a whole. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's you know one little example of me finding a limit and pushing it a little bit more each day. No, yeah. I totally get that. I mean, when I go to like physical therapy, so I just did that this morning. The reason I actually started going to her, well, other than the pain I was having and things like that, was solely because. I would go on IVs and then when I came off IVs, I'd go back to working out. 
So I'd work out the way I did when I was in high school and my lung function was completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'd go run for 45 minutes at like top speed and that wasn't healthy for me. Every time I did that, I'd start getting sick and I'd have more exacerbations and mm-hmm. I didn't know how to gauge what my body needed because I was so used to just, you know, resuming normal life and that was yeah. my normal then, you know? Mm-hmm. So you definitely have to push your limits, but you have no, to be like self-aware. Yeah, no, definitely. You know? yeah, like, I mean, yeah. you don't want to, <laughs> you, you know, after being out of the, you know, out of the race for a few weeks, you don't want to yeah. get mm-hmm. back in and feel like you can win that race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you want right. to, you sort of want to feel like, you have to build back up to where you left off. And I think that's one of the most frustrating parts of it, at least for me, right? You, yeah, you go to, it's frustrating you go, for me you, too. You go to the gym and you you, mm-hmm. you know you make gains or whatever over the course of mm-hmm. a couple months. And then all of a sudden right. you're sick and you can't go back to the gym for another two or three weeks. And then you lose and then, it all. And then where are you? Yeah, have you lost it all? You know, where are you going to build it back up? Right, exactly. That, that's probably the most frustrating piece of CF for me. But the way that I cut through that is knowing how good I'm feeling when I am at my peak physical condition, right? Like, like that's mm-hmm. that's where I think that I feel the best when I'm, you know, I'm conditioned well. On my treatments are they seem to be working. I'm doing overnight mm-hmm. feeds every night. I'm sleeping well. You know, those are the good days that we have with CF, and ultimately, those are what I use to motivate myself through the bad days when I, you know, can hardly get up and down the stairs. Yeah, you yep. know, when you have good days and bad days, that's it's a roller coaster for sure, but. You get through it and you all, you just stay positive and know that there's good, you'll have that good day and mm-hmm. keep, keep active. I think that's really important in CF life. I know that when I was super sick, I could only do one event per week because that's all the energy I had. And I, I, I was happy about that, that I could do one thing. And that kept me going because I would pick that thing and it would make me happy because I could do it. Uh-huh. And right. even though I was it's super something sick. something to look forward to. Yeah. Even though I was super sick, I knew I had something to look forward to and do it. Because I was on IVs every three weeks. Let's be honest. I was really sick on right. oxygen and, you know, but everybody said that I never took a smile off my face. I always was smiling. That's, and they did not understand how I could be so positive and so, sm- like, smiley. <laughs> With you really are though. Like, <laughs> hey, no, you definitely are. You one thousand percent are. I mean, you can you can see it just by, you know, talking to you. You know, even when we're recording these podcasts or when we're not recording these podcasts, like your attitude's right. definitely very infectious. And I think that's probably why, you know, why people on social media seem to like you. Um, you know, I, I think. Uh, and why we like you too. Oh, but, thanks. But, I like you guys too. <laughs> but but you know, I th- I think what it comes you are definitely right is your 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 once a week event when you were very sick is basically like setting a like a small goal for yourself. Yeah. And I think that's a very important thing, you know, setting small goals and looking at your life both in the short term and the long term. Now, you may not have had that luxury when you're very sick to, you know, look way down mm-hmm. the road. But I right. think that, you know, people with CF are able to look ahead to a certain extent. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I'll be, let's be honest here. This, our short-term, immediate future is very, very important because that dictates what happens in the long term. That's right. Right. And I, I so think, I personally think it's more important to just look at the short term and focus yeah. on that. 
so that your long term will be good in the long run, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I, I you know, I, I do think that it is important to have long term goals. Oh, I do too. You but need you know, the only way you're, you're going to yeah. achieve or that. Or you're not going to be motivated. Exactly. The only way to achieve you know? them is by sort of, uh, you know, I don't know, by, you know, accomplishing the short term things and, you know, grouping those things together to create right. a long term achievement. But I also think people sometimes fail to realize that your long term goals, even if you didn't have CF, aren't always going to go the way that you plan them to. So don't beat yourself up over it. You know what yeah. I mean? Kind of just see where life's going to take you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that, like, to to a personal and a personal point here, like, you're looking six months in the future is like a that's a very <laughs> weird existential moment that I sometimes have, and I'm like, I mm-hmm. wonder what my health is going to be like in six months. And then you know, I turn around mm-hmm. and do my treatments that night, and oh, my health is actually pretty good today. So maybe you know, maybe it'll be in the same place six to twelve months down the road. But yeah, right. <laughs> you know, that's not something that I think everyone has to deal with. But you are right that long term goals need to evolve where your short-term goals you know like Mm -hmm. me doing this little 5k thing or going to work or getting out of bed you know things like that those are things Mm -hmm. that you can achieve the exact way that you picture it yeah right yeah definitely you know and ultimately what it comes down to is like do you have the will to to do it you know and i think Mm -hmm. tiffany's idea of Looking at the once a week event for her, like Tiffany, what was one like? What would be what? What would one of those events be like? What would an example of that um, be? Going to a movie with my boyfriend and going to dinner. Yeah, that, I mean that's yeah. it's, it's a very small little thing, but when you achieve that, <clears throat> it gives you great happiness and joy. Oh yeah, definitely. It was it made me happy. It's something that kept me going, positive, and just knowing I had that to look forward to was just something that. Was nice, and that's mm-hmm. and that and really the reason it is nice is because it's on the quality of life side of things, right? Like, right. and see yeah. if you're treating <laughs> the quantity of life in in in, in some mm-hmm. ways, but at the same time you're also making sure that your life is actually livable, right? You don't want to, yeah, right. You know, you don't want to you don't want to be treating things and being like, oh, I'm stuck in this rut. Well, how am I going to get out of this? This sucks. Right. Why am I even doing right. this? You know, you have to mm-hmm. find a reason inside the monotony of the treatments and the pills and all that stuff to keep going. That's really what it comes down to. Yes. No, it's so true. And I know we've talked about it before that a lot of times when we get, I mean, everyone's going to have a point where you're going to have a bad day and you're going to kind of be like, what was me? And kind of feel bad for yourself. Like that's normal. Every person's going to have a day like that. But I think the important thing that we've talked about is really being aware of that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of bringing yourself out of it and using positivity to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it takes finding an event like that, like a once a week thing or some type of like treat for yourself or whatever mm-hmm. that will kind of bring you out of that sulking mm-hmm. almost, yeah. you know, and bring you back to yeah. the whole being positive because honestly you're going to be healthier and happier if you're positive. Yeah. It's just sometimes I, hard to do that, you know? I and yeah, it's definitely say, taking us a long time to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I always say, as long as you think positive, you're gonna have a positive outcome. If you think yeah, negative, exactly. it's gonna be a negative. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not helping anybody to be negative. It really isn't. So Mm-mm. I don't. But know. It, but it, I mean, you're allowed to comprehend that you're dealing with a negative thing, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that, oh, that's definitely. definitely that's definitely an important piece. Of this. I mean, I look right. at, I look yeah. at most recently the like the little thing that I'm. Like, I mean, a real little thing. 
that I've been dealing with over the past month or two is I'll be in the middle of treatments, right? And let's say I'll finish my albuterol and I'll put the vest on and then I'm like, oh, now I have to do the hypertonic saline and I know that I'm going to start coughing and coughing and coughing. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm like, oh, why, yeah. why am I going to subject myself to this? Because I know it's going to be very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Right? Like I, and I'll, I'll keep the vest rolling for, for 10, 15 minutes before I like build up the courage to begin the hypertonic saline. Yeah. And what that ends up yeah. doing in the long run is it makes my treatment session that much longer. Right? I'm yeah, just sitting there yeah. like being kind of, I don't want to say that I'm sulking over it. I'm just sort of I don't know. Um, I'm, dr- like I'm dreading, I'm dreading the... the fact that I have to do this thing, and I'm like, you know, this is yeah. going to suck right now. But eventually yeah. I – like something will click, and I'll be like, you know what? I just, if I get it over with, then I'm done with my treatment session that much sooner, and I can go do whatever I want. Yeah, I, I feel like that like happens to me better. a lot at like during my nighttime session where I'm just like putting it off <laughs> because I have nothing to do after – I do treatments, but go to sleep, right? Like I just kind of, right, yeah, <laughs> you know, I just keep putting I, it off and off and off. And the next, I thing you know, do I'm that more in the morning. It's really yeah. bad, and I don't have time for it either. So, like, I've been doing that in the past couple of days. I like rotated my inhaled meds, and I hate inhaling vancomycin. I hate it more than anything, but it works so well, and it gets so much mucus out, and it's amazing. But it makes me feel like total crap while I'm on it. So. This morning, I had finished all my treatments for the most part, and I still had to do that. Mm. And it involves, you know, walking upstairs to, like, because our kitchen's on the second floor. So I have to walk up the stairs and clean it all and get it ready. And I'm like, ugh, I just don't even want to do this whole process because then I'm going to come back down and do it. That's the worst thing. Getting out of the chair to go get another treatment while you're sitting in the chair is, like, the worst thing. And I try to get it all together at once, but it's better if you keep it frozen until right before you do it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that today. And it just dragged my treatments out way too long. And then I finished. I'm like, why did I do that? Uh 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 I was like that with Toby. When I had to do inhale Toby, I was the same way. I didn't want it. And I was on oxygen and, you know, walking up and down the stairs was not my thing. It was just a lot. So I was the exact same way. I had to like, but Sit like the and... weird, interesting thing is like you know it's going to help you, right? Yeah, you know, no, it's, you know, you know that the purpose of the medication is there to help you, but for it's... some reason you're just like you're dreading the fact that you have to sit there for you're dreading, yeah, you put for it off. a little while yeah. and, and 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 do it. You know, like it's yeah. it's it's definitely a pain in the ass, but at the no, same time, no, it's, it's something does click where mm. you're like, okay, I just have to do it and get it right. over with. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I think the important thing is that we all end up doing it in the long run. And we know, you know, you know, like we know it's going to help. So that's why we yeah. do it. I, I mean, um, that's, that's, like that's that's I think the, the the important point with every single piece of care with CF, like it's just an extra step that you have to do throughout the day. I mean, this we've been talking about this the whole podcast here is that it's just an right. extra step. And ultimately, what it comes down to is being able to convince yourself that what you're doing is there to really help you, and it's going to help you, and you know that it is helping you, and that's what mm-hmm. really turns on the uh you know you know the, the whole piece of this yeah yeah definitely and and i think <clears throat> for me at least you know my like i said before my motivator when it comes to the short term and both the long term is is how well i feel on the good days right and mm-hmm. i think i i you know i wonder tiffany if that's what motivated you through being mm-hmm. so sick like did you see the light at the end of the tunnel with the transplant being like okay you know what if i get through this I'll I'll start to feel well again. Yeah, I did. I thought about it. 
I always had, I would feel good for a week after um, all the antibiotics. I would feel pretty good and I would say, okay, I can make it, I can do it. We're gonna get my lungs soon, uh, but I just have to get through this hurdle of IV antibiotics. And I would just remember that there's someone going through something worse than me and I'm going to get through it all. And I would just keep a positive attitude as much as possible. And Leah helped me that, with that so much. And I, I think I'm happy, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> and I, I could see my lungs coming. I knew, we knew right at that point that it, they were coming. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I, no, definitely, I, yeah. I actually went to, so one of my events, Three weeks before I went to, I got my transplant, I went to this thing called Gen Beauty, and it's a beauty um, convention, and it was in San Francisco. <laughs> um, we got my uh, a wheelchair for me and everything, and I met one of the beauty vloggers that I love, and his name's Manny, and I told him that I was waiting for, tra- uh, for lungs, and he told me, he's like, you're going to get them. You are going to get them, and you're going to get them soon, and three weeks later... I got them, so he was right, and he kind of helped my, you know, keep me going with that. So, and especially going to something that makes me happy, like that event, that made me happy. So, right, that kept me going. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, you know, and I think <clears throat> the other part of this positivity and you know feeling good about yourself is the importance of sharing it, right? Like you don't want to, mm-hmm. you don't want to. I mean, there, there are certain things that you can keep to yourself, but there are there is definitely a positive to sharing, you know, the goodness that you're experiencing in life. You know, you, the whole thing doesn't have to be a pity party. You know, obviously we're dealing with yeah. difficult lives, but at to, to a point, I think for me at least, I, I I get sick of people feeling bad for me, right? Oh, me too. Like oh, I, yeah. it, I don't like, like it. Doesn't really it doesn't really achieve anything, right? No, like, it, like nothing is going really to change. Like nothing is going to change in my life if somebody feels bad for me. No. Right. Yeah. And like, I feel like people, I don't know, it, it irritates me when people feel bad for me because I don't want them to feel bad for me, especially because yeah. I'm like happy with my life. Like, yeah. I'm genuinely happy with how my life is. Like, you know, it'd be nice if I didn't have CF, but it has made me a better person and I'm used to it. You, you also, know what I also mean? Given that you so, also had, you know, experienced a bunch of different things. You've, you've, you've met people that you'd probably never would have had you not right. seen it you know and like they're some of my best friends and it's weird because like if i didn't have it i wouldn't have met them so mm-hmm. you know yeah i you know i think like you know you guys you you had a, a post on instagram the other day about comparing yourself to other patients and, and i think about that quite often yeah. when when ultimately it comes to feeling good about yourself or bad about yourself you know it's hard to compare your own personal journey with cf to another person's personal journey with cf because there's a lot of different variables, but at the same time, yes. you know, I th- I do think it's important to use other patients as motivators, right? Like I, mm-hmm. I I think I think there are times when oh yeah, you know, Leah's having a really great time. She's doing well. She's traveling. She's doing whatever. She's up in Canada. You know, maybe I can do yeah. that one day. You know, I think I think that's mm-hmm. part of the reason of, of sharing the positivity because then you're also allowing other people to see what they're capable of doing despite their CF because they may not know it that they you know they may not know that they're they're capable of those things. You know, yeah, and right. I, I think that's, you know, the reason that being positive is is a, is a good thing and it's a good thing to share it. You know, if, 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 if it is something that you're doing that's, you know, transparent, 
But ultimately, what what it comes down to is, you know, having that feeling of positivity and feeling good about yourself in the moment. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I think it is important to share those things. And I think it's just human nature that people compare themselves to one another. Like, even if you don't have CF, people still do it, you know, oh, but yeah. I do notice that ever since I became more out there with having CF and kind of exposing it on social media and the more people that, the more relationships I've built with people with CF and the different people I follow and things like that, that I notice myself comparing myself more and more to other people. And then I take a step back and I'm like, Leo, why are you doing this? We're all so different. And, you know, people that don't have CF, I don't know if they necessarily realize how different we really are from each other. Because when you Google it, it just puts us all into one bucket. Like, well, this is what yeah. their life's going to be. And it's mm-hmm. so different for each person. You know, right. so I think it's just important to remind ourselves that we are very different from one another. But what we do have in common is that we do understand how the other people feel, you know. Mm-hmm. And someone else in our life might not totally get that. So yeah. it's a cool bond that all of us have because we do understand the daily struggle. It just might be a little bit different for each of us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's very well said. And I think to that point, it's important to realize that, you know, people are also dealing with different things in their lives outside of CF. Like, CF is just one exactly. part, one and part it of all our plays lives. A role. And there's yeah, other yeah, things stress. happening in a person's life that probably <laughs> has an impact on <laughs> the way he or she is living right. his life, right? Well, yeah, stress, exactly. stress is in life. <laughs> just uh-huh. in general. Is it yeah, really? Stress is in life. <laughs> And then you attack on CF, and it's hard to, you know, just see that. You can't see that through an uh, Instagram post. You can't see that through uh, any You definitely can. Computer, you know, computer screen. Yeah. Like, we're all human, and I was actually talking to your girlfriend about this, Gunner, but basically, like, over the summer when I was in the hospital, I was being hospitalized not because of CF, but because I was having constant migraines, mm-hmm. and it was solely because of, like, PTSD from different things I was going through in life. It had nothing to do with CF, you yeah. know? So it's just, we're human, you know? There's other yeah, things that are going to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I th- yeah, that, that's a great point. You know, <clears throat> you have to realize what you're dealing with, right? And I think right. people with CF are so in tune with their bodies that they think they know that they're dealing with everything they possibly can. But when something new strikes... Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, I guess, cut through the tape and see what you're really going through to to understand how to how to deal with it. I mean, that, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to understand a problem that arises within CF, and we have learned over the years how to deal with it. So when something new comes up, it's definitely a little unnerving because we haven't been trained to deal with it. And like you with your your migraines, that was a new thing for yeah, you. Yeah, it was you had a new no thing. Idea that with. was bad. I didn't know how to deal with it. I was like having body paralysis and losing my vision for like hours at a time. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And, you know, I'm so used to handling CF with positivity. So it was very eye opening because I had Mm -hmm. to learn how to bring that positivity into a new situation like that. Um, But once I did and I realized why it was happening and all of that, it cleared up. So, yeah. Well, you got treated for it, and that helped, and you're still, yeah, yeah you know, still you kicking it sometimes. But yeah, yeah, I'm still good, you know. Exactly. But it's important to realize that we're human. So we are human. <laughs> so I, only human. I, I think our big yeah. takeaways from today are 
Define a good motivator. Set attainable goals for yourself in both the short term and the long term. You know, there's nothing problem. Yeah. There's no problems with setting a, a lofty goal, but you want to make sure that you're achieving things so that you can get to your your big lofty goals. And then ultimately, um, you know, recognize that you know you're different from everyone else, and you probably have different things that you're dealing with. And in order to right. deal with them, you have to you have to understand what what's going on in your life and and take care of them one at a time. Definitely. So that'll do it for this podcast. We're off next week because it's obviously yeah. the holidays between Christmas and New Year's. I don't think you want yeah. to listen to a podcast then, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll be back in 2018. Remember, uh, you can always get a hold of us. I'm on Facebook. The Salty Sisters are on Facebook. You can go to the Salty Sister Etsy store where our breathe-in shirts are. That that's just yeah. Salty Sisters on Etsy. Uh, and if you want to email us, their email address is. Saltysisters Salty at gmail.com. Sisters with a C. <laughs> and then I'm just Gunner's yeah. blog at assize.org. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our Instagram handle is at breathe underscore in <laughs> underscore pod. Breathe in pod. Very active. Yeah. Get involved. We also do giveaways yeah. on, the, on the Instagram, so make sure you follow us there. And then if you listen to us on iTunes, remember to like, share, review. And also give us a rating, very important, and subscribe as yeah. well. Christmas present, five-star rating. Yes, yes, yes five. That's, now, that's, goal. that's all I want from Santa is a five-star uh, rating, a five-star rating on, 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 on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. Oh, I love it. All right, well, have a happy holidays and a happy new year. We will see you in 2018. Okay, bye. Happy holidays, everyone.